Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, part of the Las Vegas Raiders Insider, and we're part of the Fans First Sports Network. We are joined now by Tony Haynes, who is the radio play-by-play voice of the Wolfpack of North Carolina State. And, man, let me tell you, he's a good one. The people inside the university even brag about him, which is something rare in, in our business. He comes highly respected. He knows Drake Thomas the UDFA of the Las Vegas Raiders. So he's there. He's called his games. He knows them. He knows the game. We're bringing in an expert voice to break down this young man. First of all, Tony, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So I want to talk to you about Drake Thomas. I'm going to give you my outsider's view. And obviously, I've not. I've only watched film. I've talked to scouts. But you've seen his game, so you can explain it more. It's a guy that's a little bit undersized. And his speed at the combine was not bad, but it was not impressive. And along with that undersized, I think that's why he dropped to a UDFA. But he's fiery. Kid plays with passion. Every time I put in the tape, he's making big plays. He's going to his teammates to celebrate. This kid looks like a leader. I think he's going to, I think he's got a good shot of making the Raiders. What did you see, sir? Well, I think you have to start with the intangibles. You mentioned some of the measurables, but I, when you're talking about Thayer, or uh, Drake Thomas and his family, I think you got to talk about the intangibles. He comes from a family of high achievers. His father played football, played at, Marshall, football at Marshall, and for the last few years, his older brother Thayer has been one of the more productive receivers in the ACC. So Drake has followed in the footsteps of his dad and his brother. He's a hard worker, has a tremendous attitude. As a football player, his instincts really elevate him to another level. You mentioned he may not time well in a speed test, but he plays fast because right. of his instincts and because of his understanding of the game, the understanding of the position that he plays. And he's a tremendous versatility as well. He can be an asset on special teams. He can play any of the linebacker positions. Actually, you know, a couple of years ago, he was on the outside. Then their middle linebacker midseason, Isaiah Moore, got hurt. Drake moved to the mic position, and he was actually more productive playing the mic. So he just picks up on things easily. And I go back to the word intangibles because of his, he has a deep understanding of the game and a great football IQ which helps him play fast and really helps him play physical. And then, as you saw on the tape, he has tremendous passion on the football field. He just loves the game. I wanted to ask you about a couple things I noticed about him. First of all, a lot of linebackers are watching their feet because you got offensive linemen diving at you. His head is always up and on a swivel. I think that doesn't get enough credit with him. Am I right there? Yeah, he plays with tremendous technique across the board. And, uh, again, you go back to his in-depth knowledge of the game and the position he plays, understanding what offenses are trying to do to him and trying to do to his teammates on the defensive side of the ball. He's great at his film study, his overall mental preparation, and he's probably one of the better space tacklers we've had mm -hmm. at NC State. He does a tremendous job tackling in space. And uh, his head coach, Dave Dorn, who was a former defensive coordinator himself, he says Drake plays angles. And he has a, uh, a in-depth understanding of the importance of angles when he's trying to tackle somebody. So rarely do you see somebody run out of a tackle. And again, he may not be the quickest guy in the world, but 
he finds a way to get people on the ground, even quicker athletes than himself, because again, that uh, the, the, his ability to understand the importance of angles when it comes to tackling, and the, he's always received a lot of praise for for that. And uh, I thought he should have been ACC Defensive Player of the Year last fall. A lot of the uh, analysts in our league, the TV analysts who played the game, they too thought he was the best defensive player in the ACC. He wasn't named defense ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Obviously, there are a lot of great uh, defensive players in the league, but he was as productive as any linebacker in the ACC really over the last couple of years. We're talking to Tony Haynes, the radio voice of the NC State Wolfpack, bringing us analysis of New Raiders UDFA linebacker Drake Thomas. Um, Tony, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because you can't measure it and you can't teach it, but it's vision. And we both know football is not played in a straight line on a 40-yard dash. You certainly can judge somebody there, but you're right. It's not about necessarily being fast, but it's being quick. I want to ask you about his vision. Uh, There were two or three times when I watched and I went back and rolled tape back because to me, I don't even know how he saw stuff. He just moved laterally. It looked like he almost had eyes in the side of his head. You watched every game he played. Can you talk about that vision, please, sir? Yeah, you know, offenses, they show you a lot of eye candy and Mm -hmm. try to play tricks with your vision. But I think Drake's tremendous vision goes back to his preparation and those instincts. I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but that's the bottom line with him and uh, the great uh, technique that he plays with. He's just so solid across the board fundamentally, and you rarely are you going to fool him with some of that eye candy, some of that trickery that offenses like to show you. And again, I, it's just a tremendous, it's just a tremendous job with his instincts and his and his overall preparation. And he always goes the extra mile with everything he does. You know, after his freshman year, and he he was a pretty good player as a freshman. Uh, but he did a self-scout uh, evaluation of what he needed to do to be a better player at the college level. And instead of going out and gaining weight, he was a little bit on the pudgy side. I don't know if I would use pudgy, but he, you know, he decided that he was going to change everything with his diet after his freshman year. And he actually went out and lost about five pounds. He, he said at the outset, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he felt like that he had to actually – uh, reshape his body, uh, kind of uh, tone up his body a little bit. And he did that not only with his work in the weight room, but also with the way that he totally changed his diet. And he looked like a totally different person going into his sophomore season. And uh, and in in his second and third years with NC State, he, he was as good a linebacker as we had in the ACC. Awesome. Just two more questions with Tony Haynes, the radio play-by-play voice of the North Carolina State Wolfpack. You have obviously talked about all the things football, but I'm also told off the field, he's a tremendous kid, great character kid. Can you tell people about that side of him? Obviously, you're not going to keep a guy in the NFL just because he's a good guy, but this is a guy I think has a chance to make the team, and I'd like the Raider Nation to kind of know what they're getting as as a human here. Just tremendous discipline on and off the field and the way he goes about his work. I've already mentioned his preparation. I just mentioned how he changed his diet, completely changed his diet as a young man after his rookie year. Um, So I think that goes back to his family. Again, a family of high achievers. He and his brother Thayer Thomas uh, were two of the hardest workers you'd ever see. There was never a down moment for those guys. They always felt like 
there was a, an opportunity to get better every single minute of every day. And that's kind of the way he approaches football and that's the way he approaches life. And I think he was pushed along as well by some of his teammates. NC State's been a pretty good defensive team the last couple of years, and Drake was a big part of that. But he played alongside a couple other linebackers, Isaiah Moore and Peyton Wilson, who kind of approached the game the same way. It was a tremendous culture in that program, and he's one of the guys that's driven that culture forward, and he get, he deserves a lot of credit. So uh, he's going to be a guy who welcomes um, – People questioning him, maybe not so big, uh, not so fast. But as a result of all of that, he's he's constantly trying to prove people wrong. And he plays with a chip on his shoulder, not only playing in games with a chip on his shoulder. He kind of approaches uh, his everyday approach with that same mentality. And that's one of the reasons that I don't want to say he's an overachiever because I don't think he would appreciate that. He believes he can achieve anything. But on the surface, I think a lot of people would, on the outside would say, you know, this guy's an overachiever. I, I wouldn't have seen this coming. And it goes back to that character and discipline I was talking about. Last one I have for you, Tony, and I appreciate you taking time so early to do this, but it, it's one that I think is important. Other than his coaches, you've watched every game. And I'm just curious because you have, so much experience. You've done this for so long. You've seen so many players. Was there a moment that you can take the fans to when you're sitting in the booth or maybe watching a practice and you thought, wow, that kid has the opportunity to play at the next level. Was there any of those aha moments with you when you saw him take the next step? I think it's hard to say that because he's been so consistent. You okay. know, he's just good every every game. I don't remember having a bad game. You know, he's always in the right place at the right time. He's actually good in pass coverage. Uh, I, he, as I recall, two years ago, he led the team of, in interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think he had three, and many of those came as a Mike linebacker. Um, mm -hmm. And again, always understanding where he's supposed to drop in coverage, how to read the eyes of the quarterback playing zone coverage, and, you know, it, all, all the little things that help you stay ahead of the game. Um I, it was a I, it, maybe it was the Clemson game a couple of years ago uh, when you know Clemson had won six straight ACC championships. That was a big game for NC State. Pack had not beaten Clemson in a long, long time, and and so this was the opportunity. They felt like that maybe they had they could go out and beat uh, Clemson, and you know he had a tremendous game, including a big interception at a key moment, and in a game of that magnitude for NC State, that was a huge game because they felt like that was the year they could finally turn things around and beat Clemson, and they did. And he was just able to rise to the occasion in that game and play some of his best football when it mattered most. Tony, again, you're you're legendary. You're so respected in covering NC State. I appreciate you taking the time and giving us this thorough report. I really appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. That was great. There you go. Tony Haynes, the radio play-by-play -play voice of the NC State Wolfpack.